This episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. Ever wanted to start a podcast but can't find the right platform to work with? Don't worry, Anchor has you covered. Anchor is a free audio app that allows you to record a podcast on any device no matter where you are. Anchor includes an editing feature that allows you to customize your podcast, whether it be on your computer or mobile device, so you can easily omit any errors or unnecessary parts. Anchor also allows you to distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Google Podcasts, which is amazing. Did I mention the part about making money? No? Well, you could be earning money every time someone listens to your podcast with no minimum listenership. If that's not the easiest way to make a podcast, I don't know what is. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, my fellow geeks, and welcome to another Geeks Crossing Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. And I am Nick. Giving you all the best geek-related content you could ask for. So, guys, WandaVision. That definitely happened. (laughs) What are all of you guys' opinion on what we may have just seen? I'm trying to think of a good way to start this out. There's going to be a lot more coming. Yes, we've got a lot more MCU content coming, Keith. You're right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But for now, we're talking about one. (laughs) To be honest with you, I was a bit iffy towards it when I first saw the first two episodes. But then after the third episode, I immediately got hooked into it. Yeah, it was very weird trying to figure out what they wanted to do. Even now, I still have a lot of questions about the the first, I guess, two or three episodes where it was literally just us, happy sitcom life. But yeah, you're, like you said, then after that, it definitely got very interesting <laughs> as, as viewers know. I guess we should say right now, going forward, spoilers. spoiler warning. Many, many spoilers. <laughs> I don't know why you'd listen to this episode. Maybe you th- just thought this was a casual recommendation. Now we're we're diving in deep tonight, boys and girls. So go watch WandaVision and then come back. We'll still be here when you get back. We promise. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Perfect. Because it's just like the WandaVision, like random commercials. <laughs> hey guys, you just watched all nine episodes of WandaVision. What'd you think? Yeah, let us know in the Discord in the description, as we always like to say. But yeah, I, I really don't know how to go about talking about WandaVision because I know Nick has some some feels about it. And a lot of what he's said to me has gotten me thinking. A lot of what I've watched has gotten me thinking. But I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain the general idea about the show because, like, yeah. I mean, the most simplest way I can explain is that, oh, Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, and Vision are now enjoying a happily married lifestyle in many different eras of sitcom shows. And if you want a more spoilery synopsis, Wanda goes mad, takes over a town in New Jersey, and pretends that Vision's alive again. <laughs> and then they just become sitcom stars. I did love the show, but I'm also going to like to shit on it. It went nowhere. Literally, the only time like that it was kind of important was the ending. And like literally the, like the last few episodes is when stuff actually mattered. Yeah, no, I mean, if you don't like the sitcom folksy style, the first three episodes are kind of just going to be a giant waste of your time if you're not about that. Because literally, you get nothing. They don't tell you at all. And then the fourth one's a big lore dump where it's like, okay, look, there's Rambo, there's Darcy, and here's Wu and everything that's going on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then it's like, okay, now I now I understand a little better. I mean, you can argue that the sitcom aspect did interrupt the pacing a bit, but as a TV major, I was infested because it was impressive how they replicated all the different sitcom errors. Yeah. I mean, that was only good for like the first three episodes, like we mentioned. But when you have that in between, like oh, the actual lore, like what's happening outside of the sitcom universe did kind of interrupt the pacing a little bit. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, once we found out that this was all Wanda's doing, I saw myself drifting apart away from the sitcom aspect because it's not as unique when it's like, oh, this is all Wanda's doing. Now, if this was like an alternate universe, then yeah, sign me up. But no, this is all just Wanda's doing. Yeah, and it was definitely very interesting kind of looking and dissecting and piecing together like, oh, why is Wanda doing this? What's happening? What happened? And then there was that big lore episode right towards the end where, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, uh, Agatha Harkness, uh, we already gave the spoiler warning, what am I saying? But Agatha Harkness like walks Wanda through pretty much her entire backstory and why this all happened and what she's doing. But it is funny what Nick said about how it kind of goes nowhere. Literally an hour after me and my brother Aiden watched the finale, I said to him, like, half jokingly, if somebody who's never seen WandaVision and has no plan on watching it walked up to me and said, hey, Matt, sum up what happens in WandaVision for the lore perspective, I would have to say, probably, oh, Wanda becomes the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> and and the obviously said person would say she she wasn't already Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the major thing that happens. I mean, I guess you could say, oh, and also, you know, Vision's probably alive now. But the major thing is, yeah, Wanda's the Scarlet Witch now. <laughs> and I know that is pretty funny because like Nick said, that kind of does seem like nothing happened because wasn't Wanda already the Scarlet Witch? It's like, whatever. But yeah, interesting. I don't know. I liked the show. I, I really did. But there was so much that was there that was set up like Mephisto coming in yeah. and Doctor Strange possibly making it uh, or like the X-Men. Uh, I was, that's what I was about something. to say. Literally something. But I feel like we got nothing. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, that, that to me was such like a middle finger almost, <laughs> um, especially them naming him like Ralph Boner. It's such a gimmick because they were like, they got the rights, you know, everybody's hyped about the X-Men coming to play, Deadpool, all of that, uh, finally getting introduced into the MCU. And it seems like they're actually doing it finally. They're talking about, like in Spider-Man, uh, what is it? Yeah, Far From Home. They're talking about the multiverse and then, oh, oh it's just Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's the WandaVision again. It's like, oh, look, like it's an alternate reality. Like, oh, what's going to happen with this? Oh, they're bringing in the X-Men. Like, look, the actual Quicksilver's there. And all of a sudden it's like, nope, his real name's Ralph Boner. Did Marvel expect us to, like, die of laughter at the name Ralph Boner? But that does open up a lot of more questions because it's like, where did he get, like, those powers from, so to speak? Because... Huimakal wasn't able to just give out like Ag what Agatha yeah wasn't able yeah. to just really give out the powers like that. Like, I don't know that that's something that would be more um interesting to to go into. Is uh, it a shame that I had no idea who Agatha Harkness was until I saw the show? No, I didn't either. I had no idea. I think I read like a theory about one division, like oh this is gonna be Agatha Harkness, and then it turns out it was, and I was like oh. That guy on the internet was right. Yeah, yeah why would the internet ever lie to you, man? I was re Actually, that same theory said that it was going to be her serving Mephisto, which I think would have been really cool. And I thought that's what they were playing up every time she mentioned, oh, my husband Ralph said this. Oh, my husband Ralph did this. My husband Ralph never says this to me, blah, blah, blah. Like every time Ag Agnes appeared in the first five or six episodes, I thought they were setting Ralph up to secretly be surprised. That's Mephisto. But no, nah, Ralph Boner, man, just the stoner kid living <laughs> in her attic. I mean, okay. <laughs> the disrespect, man. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mephisto would have been cool. I don't really know 100% how it would have been played off. 
Um, but whatever. I do want to respond, Keith, to what you said about the multiverse. Do you actually want the multiverse in the MCU? To an extent. It depends on how they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to see them do the actual whole multiverse together. Yeah. Well, the MCU should explore the multiverse. That absolutely should be something. I mean, I think we're going to see that coming up with the Spider-Man, like the Spideyverse. I think the Spider-Verse is supposed to be the next Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. That, like, we definitely should have the multiverse. Now, when it gets to the whole X-Men, I actually personally enjoy the movies. I think they were very well done. But you'll have to see some type of rewriting of them or reworking for them to fit. Mm. But I would like to see a real multiverse. I kind of get what you're saying. I'm always more one for, oh, this is this is a linear, it's a self-contained world, like, whatever. It might get a little confusing. I just really worry about the gimmicks of the multiverse. Like, I literally was joking to my brothers about this after the WandaVision finale. I legitimately worry that they're going to just be like, oh, hey, look, we just went to a universe where Tony Stark didn't die and he's just back now. (laughs) Or like, oh, hey, we went to a universe where Thanos is back. Oh, my God. Like, I really am afraid of the gimmicks that could come with it. Then again, I think there are literally infinite possibilities, too. So I I do see what you're saying. But I just worry about Disney gonna Disney and be like, oh, everyone liked Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Well, guess what? In this crazy timeline, uh, he lived. And so he could just join again. I don't know. I Hopefully not. But Disney's like, fuck, sad endings. <laughs> Let's bring everybody back. <laughs> but then again, this is the same company that kills our parents. So real talk, though. Again, this is kind of tying it back to WandaVision. Vision being back now, technically. I mean, I guess he's like in the, his second form, but he has all of Vision's memories. And now he's off somewhere to return a future MCU project. Whatever. I don't mind it. I'm a little scared that Disney's going to get into the habit now of just bringing back all the dead people. Like, you know, we got Black Widow coming out. I'm really worried that that movie's going to hint at, oh, she's back. Whoa, we revived her or something like that. You have, you, know. you have no idea, Matt. One of my complaints about, you know, the end with Vision coming back, it's like, why can't most of these characters just stay dead? Like, <laughs> yeah. Take a note from Quicksilver's I mean, yeah. page. as much as i like these characters some are better off dead because like you have so many characters it's hard to keep track of everybody yeah and and i want deaths to feel permanent you know it kind of takes you out of the world if it doesn't that's the biggest thing i mean that's even one of the number one rules with D &D is anybody can die like nobody has plot armor and a lot of these characters are getting plot armor and now it's something even further to where they die and it's like oh don't worry like we'll bring them back because you guys like them like they'll make money so we're gonna just bring them back it's like a money armor you know it's disney it's like the the totem the plot totem of undying (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) from minecraft like i'll give them vision because i know in infinity war they kept hinting like shuri when she was working on vision like oh there's probably her his personality is probably not just the mind stone there's probably more in there and you know he's an android so it kind of makes sense that you'd be able to bring an Android, like transfer the consciousness. Okay, I get it. Whatever. I like Vision. That's fine. It makes sense. But you better not start pulling that with humans where it wouldn't make any sense at all, man. Like, I'll grant you Vision, Disney, but that's at least my thinking. Kind of brings up, though, the next point, or going back a little, um, the whole multiverse, talking about all the gimmicks. It would be cool to see them if they are starting to, if they will go and explore the multiverse pulling out just let's say they pull back like oh a universe where iron man's still alive and like seeing him completely distraught because everybody else died you know like like, Um... it would be cool to see like not like oh guess what he's back but seeing them come back 
like almost completely different. Like there's actually like a Marvel universe where Deadpool, I, I know Deadpool's not actually in the MCU, but where Deadpool turns evil, decides to kill everybody. He kills everybody in the, the whole world, says, screw this, and then goes to a different multiverse to fight himself. And then he finally dies by getting like burned in a, the sun. It's a crazy story. Great comic. Huh. It would be cool to see something like that where they go and find a Captain America where he didn't go. I guess I wouldn't say he didn't go into the ice, but like where whatever, where he's maybe more evil, like where they they take a character and just put a a big flaw, like add a flaw to them. That would be a cool thing. And then you, you of course, return them back to their multiverse. It it reminds me of Marvel What If, though, that which is coming soon, too, because I think they have one like, oh, what if Cap wasn't good? I don't know though. But I mean, but but I think you could definitely tie that into the mo- in the movies, especially with the multiverse. When is the yeah. What If series supposed to come out? I have no idea. I think either late this year or early next year. I know I'm excited for Loki. That looks really good. I wasn't excited for that for a really long time, and I'm starting to warm up to it now because I've always found Loki to be kind of overrated. But I- I'm looking forward to it. I think. Um, All right, but going back to one, yeah, I know it has flaws, but if I can appreciate one thing, it's actually like the screen time from some of the supporting characters like Darcy, Rambo, and Wu. Like, I did not expect to see these three characters <laughs> interact, definitely not, let alone be in the same scene together. Yeah, but I guess that's what makes the MCU so great because you see all these different characters from different subplots or whatever you want to call them blend together, saying like, oh, we're all connected in a way. Yeah, and I, and I will say too, I've still not seen Captain Marvel. It's still the one MCU movie I have to watch. Backstory is really quick. Back when I binged all of them, Captain Marvel was brand new, so it wasn't anywhere, like on DVD or anything. Now it's on Disney+, Plus, so I have no excuse, but... <laughs> it's honestly um, not really worth the watch. That's what I hear. It's just like a lore movie, um, like that fills the plot holes. Even as somebody who never watched it, I was not thrown off, like when Monica Rambo showed up and they were like, oh, your mother worked with Captain Marvel, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I wasn't necessarily, like, really thrown off. And I, I got to give them credit for that. Because sometimes you worry, like, oh, if you haven't seen literally everything or this niche movie or that niche movie, you'll have no idea what's happening right now. And for the most part, yeah, if you haven't watched Endgame or Infinity War, you should not watch WandaVision because you'll have no idea what's going on. But other than those two big ones, <laughs> for the most part, and Ultron, I guess, helps as well, of course. But it's always interesting to kind of introduce side characters connected from other movies and not feel totally lost if you haven't seen them. Because that's sometimes tricky to do, and I think that they, they did that pretty well. Going back to like all the different sitcoms that they were satirizing, if I had to pick up favorites, it definitely has to be when they were parodying the 90s with... You know, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> that one was pretty funny. I'm a sucker for the the first episode, though, with the 50s sitcom. Like, the, oh, the boss is coming over for dinner. What do we do? They make breakfast food as dinner, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I'm hungry and it's like late at night, just see myself making eggs and shit. Yeah, of course, man. Breakfast for dinner is underrated. Let us know in a Discord server. Do you eat breakfast food for dinner? I'm very curious to know. <laughs> Nick Keith, is there a specific sitcom that you guys like that they satirized? Not really. Like, to be honest, when it comes down to the show as a whole, the one line that I'm going to say really pissed me off, wasn't really brought my to my attention until, like, earlier this week, was when Monica told Wanda that they'll never understand how much she had to lose to, like, set them free. But, like, it's her fault for imprisoning them. Yeah, I, overall, I, I did think Monica was, was very, very forgiving of Wanda. <laughs> To the series' detriment sometimes. Like, Hayward obviously is, like, a jerk. But sometimes him or somebody who's, like, his friend would say something pretty smart. Like, yo, 
this lady's literally taking hundreds of people hostage. And Monica's just like, no, man, you just gotta understand her. She doesn't mean it, man. She just has to be understood. It's like, no, dude, this is a hostage crisis. To be honest, I thought that was fucking stupid. <laughs> I was watching this with my brother, and I was like, yo, this bitch is out of her mind. Like, <laughs> is she seriously that forgiving? <laughs> And like, what's worse is that Scarlet Witch is supposed to be someone that you're supposed to be rooting for. But in this show, like, at least for, like, the first six or seven episodes, like, right before the Agatha Harthus reveal, I wasn't really rooting for Wanda. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, until when Agatha revealed herself, I decided to loosen up on Wanda a bit. But still, the damage is already done. I don't know. I, I feel just like this is kind of just us wrecking on the show. And I feel kind of bad, but I will also say it's a little unclear to how much control she has over everything. I don't know if anybody else got that vibe, but she seems to have everything. In, like, actually, no, technically, chronologically, all this happens because she just goes mad with grief. But then over the course of like the first six episodes, She's like, oh, no, I can solve everything, you know, whatever. I can just rewind time. I'll get rid of this weird helicopter. Like, I'll get out of here, beekeeper. Which, by the way, what the heck was the point of having the beekeeper in the show? He did nothing. <laughs> he showed up for two seconds. Well, it I was really... the dude in the uh, sword uniform. But, like, like when they went through the hex, everything changed and was different. Yeah, I remember that. But, like, it was almost like a, another fake out. Like, oh, because apparently isn't beekeeper an actual Marvel villain? Or I remember people saying that. Whatever, regardless, um, yeah, I don't know, I was just a little un- uncertain sometimes with how much control she had. I don't know if it was an inconsistency or if it was just, I'm stupid and I missed stuff, <laughs> which could very well be the case. Matt, if you can't figure it out, then what makes you think I can figure it out? Uh-huh. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm Shane on the show, because I, I did like it. Well, I liked half of it, let's put it that way. It was kind of an on and off with me. Like, there were some parts I liked, then there were other moments where I wasn't particularly fond of. Yeah. It's really hard for me to give a solid opinion. I will say, though, maybe this isn't the best mark of a show's quality, but if you do think of this as good, I was left on the edge of my seat quite a bit. Like, every time an episode would end, there were quite a few episodes where I'd be like, what? What happens next? I can't believe I have to wait. So that's kind of good for when a show makes you feel like that instead of a show making you feel like, thank God it's finally over. Now I just have six days to kill. But overall, no, I, I was left. I, I liked the uh, the kind of roller coaster. So that was kind of nice. You know, I'm the same as you, Matt. There were definitely moments where I was at the edge of my seats. But then after a while, I kind of drawn away because like, OK, they're obviously delaying the inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. But admittedly, I just feel like I wish they did more with speed and wicked i think those are what billy and tommy's superhero names are supposed to be yeah no you're right you're right i thought for actually no but i wasn't really 100 percent sure my brother aiden though he was like oh they're like a really weird in between so they'll probably exist after the hex is gone but obviously they weren't they were imaginations too but at the end when she's like meditating i think you hear their voices yeah you hear them calling for her so so maybe they are somehow in her psyche or in her magic somewhere i guess I, she's going through different dimensions and stuff maybe well, that's a good question what did you guys think of the ending it confused the hell out of me. <laughs> what really annoys me is how long it's taking for another Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> His movie was my favorite, and not many people agreed with me. But, like, I love him, and, like, I feel like I'm still waiting for his second movie. And, like, it's crazy that he was, what, phase two or three? And now we're on our way to, like, phase four? Here's here's a fun fact for you. All three Tom Holland Spider-Man movies will be released after Doctor Strange. That's kind of nuts. 
So basically, what I'm supposed to understand is the ending is supposed to reference for the upcoming Doctor Strange movie. I think so. I think that's what they're doing. Good. That's all I need to know. (laughs) All these vague post-credit scenes are starting to become repetitive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, they literally could have just done what they did with Ragnarok. Or or not Ragnarok. um, I don't remember which one it was. But whenever it was like uh, the post-credit scene where Thor shows up at Doctor Strange's house. Like, they could have just done something like that. Maybe they didn't want to be repetitive. All I know is that Wanda is going to definitely be playing uh, her probably actually the next time we see Wanda will be Doctor Strange 2. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think Wanda's going to be a villain? Because I've heard some people uh, uh, hypothesize that. Sh- I don't think she'll be a villain per se. I just think she won't, she'll want something and everyone's going to be like, no. Like, she's just kind of going to be like, yo, I lost my family, so I'll do whatever it takes. See, I don't even think that's going to happen. I think that they kind of played out her whole being a vi- like a villain in this WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're going to see something more maybe like the like boards happen again, where it kind of splits, I don't know, the, the tension more towards like the government and her, because she did take a, a town hostage and she kind of was a villain torturing yeah. people but i don't think you're gonna see her as in like an actual villain you're just gonna see more uh i guess which witchy things why did he wait why yeah. did hayward get arrested at the end was it because of like disobeying protocol or something well i mean he lied about uh the the videotape where wanda like steals vision's body and runs oh away. duh but then yeah again, who did he lie about that too was it just the team because they didn't need to know it's a gray area I don't know. Cue one of those dime a dozen, the villain was actually the good guy series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that was one of the other things that kind of annoyed me. Like, I mean, I understand how he was doing it wrong, like where he actually like tried to like kill her with a missile and do other things. But at the same time, like you can't really sympathize with Wanda because she was torturing uh, like a whole town. She literally took hostage. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you couldn't understand my pain. And like, <laughs> it's like mm, kind of a torturing like hundreds of people, you know? <laughs> Yeah. In a way, I was expecting the show to have it anyways. Like, oh, I didn't need to all this. There are people who care about me this whole time. But the ending, she still got exactly what she wanted, which did annoy me a bit. Yeah, I I don't know. I I feel like that's that's happening more and more in the MCU now, where we're expected to root for these powerful, godly beings, even when they're just abusing normal people. But um, to go back briefly, Keith, to answer you, you do not think Wanda's going to be evil. You think she kind of had her evil moment here. I actually think this is this could just be a preview of what's to come. And the only reason I say that is, well, actually, one, she's snuck away without facing any judgment for her actions at all uh, or consequences. Yeah. Like you said, the government's probably not going to be happy about that. But two, Agatha Harkness said, like, the prophecy of, the, of that book that Doctor Strange had, too, I guess. Aiden pointed out to me. The Scarlet Witch is destined to, like, destroy the world or something. And I was like, oh, well... If that's the case, that might come back to bite us in the butt. I don't know. That might have just been a throwaway line. It might have been like, oh, she's going to save the, she's going to destroy the world by actually saving it. I don't know. True. In other words, that's supposed to fuck with our expectations. Yeah, you know the MCU. It's very possible. Well, you just said that Doctor Strange had the same book, correct? Yes, I think. So if he knows about that and he finds out that she is the Scarlet Witch, which I could have swore that in the other Marvel um, movies, they did call her the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I could have swore that got somebody mentioned it at one point. Like, oh, like, but anyway, 
she being the Scarlet Witch, once Doctor Strange finds out about that, I mean, he's going to have to do something. So I guess she could be a villain in that way where it's Doctor Strange versus her. But I think it's going to be turned more into the, oh, look, like Doctor Strange is like the bad guy for like attacking her, doing whatever, like he should have talked or something kind of stupid. I hope not. I hope they don't butcher, well, not butcher, but I hope they don't drag down a Doctor Strange movie by just doing once again the, no, Wanda may be lashing out and attacking people, but you should just talk to her. She got away with so much. (laughs) She kind of did. And when you think about it, like, Iron Man and Captain America started a war over a disagreement, and she gets away with blowing up a building in Civil War with, like, just being locked in her room and then taking over a town. Then again, the Avengers also dropped a country off the face of the earth, so... But still... <laughs> we don't have a good track record already. Did we even have a good track record to begin <laughs> I with? I guess not, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, Wanda's definitely gonna have some explaining to do. Which is interesting now, because we've got Wanda and Peter Parker now, who are both fugitives. It seems to be a recurring theme, though, with the Avengers and superheroes, how every time, again, like, you had Captain America and everybody that's agreed with him all had to hide... And now you're having Spider-Man and Wanda. Like, that's just a reoccurring thing. Like, even after the events of um, Endgame, which is kind of nuts. You you think that they'd be like, actually, we need them. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. Before I end this podcast, I got one question. Have all the commercials in WandaVision, which one was your favorite? I liked the Hydra soap because it was <laughs> like, oh, we're going to, you know, wash your brain. And it's like, ah. I get it, because they're evil brainwashing organization. That's clever. Mine was definitely, like, free yogurt or some shit like that. Oh, was that the guy on the Stranded like... Island? <laughs> yeah. I was also going to yeah. shout out the, uh... oh, sorry, Keith, no, you first. Oh, uh, no, I was just going to agree with that, and I was going to just say, like, I think that the commercials especially just showed of how amazing that this actually was as just a TV show in general, just going through each episode a new decade of TV and what were you going to say, Matt? Going back to commercials, I was going to shout out the first one because I read a really cool theory about it online. The Stark brand toaster. Yeah. When it is ticking away for like 30 seconds, it's a reference to the Stark missile ticking away as Quicksilver and Wanda were laying there as children uh, uh, inches away from it about to die. There's um, a lot of things with Stark missiles, you know, Iron yeah. Man 1 yeah. and everything else. So overall, WandaVision, I thought it was good, but it could have been a lot better. Yeah, I I think it was really cool, really creative, delved into a character we really haven't seen much of on her own. But you're right, it could have been a little cleaner. Again, I mean, part of that maybe is because they're setting up stuff in the future, but Wanda really (laughs) got away with, not murder, but... Got away with, I don't know, hostage, taking hundreds of people hostage. I mean, honestly, I love the show. I loved every bit. The ending disappointed me uh, just yeah. a little. No, they I would, could have I done would. so much more with the X-Men. I, I mean, I was more ready for that, but I'm sure that they're going to have a, an even better way that makes more sense for the future. Not only that, I mean, there was just a lot of different letdowns. My other biggest issue was with the White Vision coming back. When he gets his memories back (laughs) essentially he becomes vision again yeah and then he blasts off that was the thing if vision (laughs) came back as you saw the other vision do he wouldn't be like okay i'm disappearing now like i don't know where he went we'll find that out later he wouldn't have just 
like the vision we all know, he wouldn't have just left. Like he would have been like, oh shit, Wanda's in trouble. She needs me as you saw the other vision go and then get like pushed back. The only thing they should have done was have him go with the other vision to go kick ass, maybe get them pushed back, have Wanda be like, no, I got this and push them back. And then him be like, oh, I'm not needed. Peace out. And just disappear, you know? (laughs) But instead they just have him be like, I'm vision. Oh my God. Goodbye. Like, it's like the SpongeBob man, like, I gotta get out of here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm curious with more of this. I know that the white vision is supposed to be this emotionless, like he is vision, but he has no emotions, no this, no that. So maybe that was more it. But even with that, even with the emotions completely like devoid from vision he would still be like okay like he wouldn't have that emotional like oh my god i must help her but he'd probably be like okay an ally of mine is kind of getting their ass kicked let me go and help them i'm curious where they say that he went yeah we're gonna probably have to wait and find out (laughs) actually that's a good question to ask or i'm sorry nick did you want to give your closing thoughts before i ask a question uh no i'm all good falcon and the winter soldier we are at the time of this recording a little over a week away (laughs) Oh, wow. Is it really that close? Yep. Yeah. So what, apparently what they're going to be doing now is a show every Friday, then a Friday break, and then a new show. So it's wow. going to be Falcon Winter Soldier. After that, it's going to be Loki. And I don't know what comes after that. Summer of 2021, which is this summer, is supposed yeah. to be What If. So okay. I guess after Loki will be the What If. That's probably which, what do. Looking through the cast, they have just about everybody that was in any marvel movie in the last 10 years like i'm seeing guardians of the galaxy ant-man i'm seeing no i'm just seeing everybody so that this is going to be a good one let's hope so but what about all you people that are listening what do you think of wandavision was it everything you expected to be was it underwhelming was it good we're curious to know and let us know in the discord as always link is in the description of this episode or let us know on instagram which of course you can follow at geeks crossing also in the description Be sure to continue supporting us on all available platforms such as Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. And and Twitch at Nuclear Bacons (laughs) and CryptoLock Games. This episode of Geeks Crossing was brought to you by Stark Brand Toasters. (laughs) Ah, yes.